Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! Pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Ho, ho, ho! This is Story Claws. Welcome to a very special holiday edition of the Story Pirates Podcast. Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast. My name is Lee. And my name is Peter. You probably know the Story Pirates take stories written by kids and we turn them into awesome radio plays. We're going back into the archives to show you some of our favorite stories. Peter, what do we got today? I will tell you, Lee, what we have today is an old favorite written by a then five-year-old from Naperville, Illinois, named Evan Pagorsh. And Evan's story is called The Bear Who Saved the Christmas. That sounds really awesome. It is really awesome. You know, before we hear the Story Pirates adaptation of that story, why don't we read the original story that Evan sent in to us? It's a perfect idea, Lee. Why don't you take it away? Here it is, by Evan Pagorsh, The Bear Who Saved the Christmas. Once upon a time, there was a bear who lived in Wisconsin and really wanted a candy cane. But he wanted to get one from Santa Claus so he could see him and buy some toys. But first, he would eat some candy and candy canes, and then he would get some toys before it was Christmas. So, it was Christmas Eve. And then a mean guy came to spoil Christmas, to actually ruin Christmas. So, he moved the bear out of the way and told Santa that Christmas is gonna be canceled. Instead, only half of children will get presents, and it's not going to be Christmas anymore. It's gonna be half of kids get presents day. And then Santa felt very sad and didn't believe in Christmas or didn't care about it. Then the bear knew what he was gonna do. 
he was going to save Christmas and all the people would get presents. So then the bear hopped on the sleigh and then he took off with Santa's reindeer to get all the children. Then when he came back, Santa was very happy and proud of him. So he gave him a gold medal and a trophy and got him some candy and got him a lot of toys because he was good. Then he went back home with all of his bear friends. The end. Oh, man. Lee, I was on the edge of my seat. Fantastic story. Thank you. And now here's the Story Pirates adaptation by five-year-old Evan Pagorsh, The Bear Saved the Christmas. Oh, 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 I'm Santa Claus, and you probably know that every Christmas I deliver presents to all the good little boys and girls. But did you know that one Christmas would have been spoiled, well, actually ruined, if it hadn't been for a very smart bear? This story is about that bear, and it all started one wintry day in the far-off land of Wisconsin. Cheer. Gosh, I love being a bear in Wisconsin. Me too. There's nothing more I could wish for. Well, there's something more I could wish for. I want to get a candy cane from Santa Claus. But you're just a bear like us, silly. Santa's just for kids. Every bear knows that. Oh, Santa's for everyone. Ever since I was a little boy bear, I've always wanted to see Santa. Maybe even buy some toys from him. Well, why don't you go up to the North Pole and see him? Yeah, we're in Wisconsin. The North Pole's not far walk for a bear, that is. Say, that's a great idea. I'm going to go there now. And luckily for Christmas, to the North Pole he went. He walked for days and days and miles and miles. So by the time he got to the North Pole, it was Christmas Eve. And then he said to Santa... Oh, hey, Santa, who are you talking to? Oh, don't mind me, Bear. I'm just narrating. Welcome to the North Pole. You're just in time for Christmas. Not so fast. Out of my way, Bear. Oh, that mean guy just moved me out of his way. Listen here, Santa Claus. Christmas is gonna be canceled. You mean none of the kids will get presents this year? Worse! Only half the kids will get presents. But that'll spoil Christmas. That'll ruin Christmas. Worse! It's not even gonna be called Christmas anymore. It's gonna be called Half of Kids Get Presents Day. And there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> Santa, say it isn't so. I'm afraid it is so, Bear. I signed a contract. That's right, Bear. A billion years ago, before there was Christmas, Santa and I made a little agreement. I'd help him pay to build his workshop, and in return, I would earn the rights to Christmas. What could I do? I needed the startup money. Oh, ho, ho, ho. I feel very bad. Well, come on, Sienna. Don't you believe in Christmas? Or maybe you just don't care about it anymore. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Wow. Christmas belongs to me! No! Christmas belongs to everyone! Oh yeah? We'll take a look at this contract. And that's when the bear noticed the fine print. Wait a second, mean guy. According to this contract, if you cancel Christmas, Santa's not allowed to deliver presents. Exactly! It's ironclad! Not quite! It doesn't say anything about a bear delivering presents. Then the bear knew what he was going to do. I'm going to save the Christmas, and all the kids are going to get presents. So the bear hopped on my sleigh and took off with my reindeer. Ha! 
on Dasher, on Prancer, on, uh, 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 all you guys. Let's go. Those reindeer were a little bit nervous with a bear holding the reins. So all the Christmas presents were delivered in record time. And when the bear got back, I was so happy and proud that I gave him a gold medal. Oh, gee, thanks, Sienna. And a trophy. Gosh, all I wanted was a candy cane. And some candy. Eh, close enough. And lots of toys, because he was good. Oh, I never got presents before. Thanks, Santa. I hope you learned your lesson, mean guy. I sure did. That's the last time I ever hire that law firm to write my mean contracts. And I learned you should always read the fine print before signing anything. That's right, Santa. I'm going to go back home to Wisconsin to be with all my beer friends. Bye, Santa. Bye, mean guy. Bye. Bye. And that's how the bear saved the Christmas. So if you see a bear in a Santa Claus suit, it isn't necessarily bad. The bear just might be saving the Christmas in a way that's totally rad. So don't let mean guys push you around and rain on your parade. Just find yourself a sympathetic bear. It's okay. And kid, you've got it made, cause Christmas, Christmas. is Christmas, Wisconsin, USA. Oh, 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 the end. <laughs> and now Lee speaks with the author himself, Evan Pagorsh. Hi, Evan. Hi. How you doing today? Thanks so much for talking to me. You're welcome. So, Evan, you wrote the story, The Bear Who Saved Christmas. Yes. I think you wrote that, like, almost four years ago. Yeah, today's my birthday, so yeah, four years ago. Today's your birthday? Yep. Happy birthday. Thanks. So you are nine today? Yes. That is incredible. What are you doing for your birthday today? Well, so far we just went to church. Um, um, we're going to go to Q. What's it's this it's this um barbecue like restaurant um in it's downtown Naperville. Do you live in Naperville, Illinois? Yep. How do you like it there? I like it. So Evan, how'd you get the idea for the story of the bear saved Christmas? I don't know. Part of it was um you know, I've heard about bears a lot, you know, people talk about them. Um and well, you have grandparents and family members in Wisconsin. And we would go to Wisconsin a lot. We go to Wilmis Water Park, um, Wisconsin Dells, our grandparents' house. We have cousins there from each side of the family. Um, yeah, so I, I kind of thought of it. And I, and I loved Christmas, getting all those presents. So I thought of the idea. Maybe I could play some things together. That's awesome. Out of them. That's really smart. I remember and when. I love candy. <laughs> and you love candy too? I remember when we got your story, we thought it was really funny that the bear lived in Wisconsin, so we tried to give it a Wisconsin accent. Yeah, I heard that. Do you can you do an impression of a Wisconsin accent? <laughs> I don't really I don't Could you would you be willing to try? I could give you a sentence okay. to say and you could say it back to me in a Wisconsin accent. Okay. So why don't you say, Hi, I live in Wisconsin and I love the wilderness water park. From Wisconsin, and I love the wilderness water park. <laughs> that was incredible. That was perfect. Do you ever do any acting? Uh, 
No, I, I think I might be doing something if it's not already over, like a Peter Pan play thing, acting thing. Cool. Well, you did a good accent. That's why I asked. In your story, there's a bad guy that hijacked Christmas, right? Yeah. And the bear had to save it. I found that to be like very dramatic. Can you tell me more about what it's like for you to write a story that has so much action and drama? I, I was like five. When you're little, you can sometimes see bigger kids and you see them doing cool stuff and you sometimes can see bullies and mean people. And I've watched the news before and I didn't really know about violence when I was five. So I thought of it. How do you say your last name, Evan? Gorsh. Does anyone ever say, oh my gorsh? No, not really. They used to, except when I was in kindergarten, they made fun of my last name a little bit. I think it's an awesome last name. Thanks. Anything else you want to tell me about? Well, I want to ask you a question. What are the other story pirates' names? There are so many story pirates. There's a guy named Peter who's on the show a lot, and he talks like this a little bit. And there's just so many. I couldn't even name them. There's like 200. Seriously? Yeah. I thought there was only like 10, not 200. We have a bunch in New York and a bunch in Los Angeles. I hear your voice a lot. I'm the one that's on the radio the most. Yeah, we listen to it on Kids Plays Live. Cool. 78. Yeah, so Evan, do you have any advice for any kids out there that are trying to write a story of their own? Outside the box, you know, because my story, I, I thought of, like, guy, like, like the polar bear being funny. And, like, polar, bear, polar bears don't live in Wisconsin. So think a little weird. <laughs> and if, if you like action, make it action. People will like it. Yeah, that's great advice. Anything else you want to say or ask me or tell us? I think I'm good. Awesome. Evan, have a great birthday today. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thanks to all of you out there for listening to today's podcast. And if you want to help us spread the word, please rate us on iTunes and leave a comment. Special thanks today to Evan's mom and to Sirius XM Radio. Do you love this podcast? Do you want to help us reach more kids in more schools? Then go to storypirates.org and click support to make a tax-deductible donation today. If you want to see the Story Pirates live in person, here's where you can see us. If you're in New York City over the holidays, come see us at our brand new home base at the Davenport Theater on December 27th and 28th, as well as January 3rd and 4th. On January 24th, come check us out in Fort Collins, Colorado and in Gillette, Wyoming. We're also going to be in Santa Clarita, California on January 31st. We have more dates coming up in Colorado, Arkansas, California, and New York starting in February, including our biggest improv show for kids ever at the NYU Skirball Center on March 15th. You can find out details and buy tickets for just about all of those shows at our website, storypirates.org. Also, it is not too late to pick up the perfect holiday gift for the Story Pirate fan in your family. T-shirts, hoodies, and more are available at storypirates.org. Please remember to friend us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. And of course, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. And we will see you next time. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with Dash Pass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi! Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! 
What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, uh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting... It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot it's of... It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi? Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If. Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, If's fantastically fun original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. If is in theaters May 17th. Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing If because of all the weird, wild, and funny characters. I saw the trailer, and there's this weird banana-looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second, but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast, and this one has got it all. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., and Steve Carell. Uh, A-list much? Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time. That's right, Jon Stewart. I am excited to see this movie, not least of all, because I'd like to see and or hear Jon Stewart on the big screen. From visionary director John Krasinski, If is about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends. It's the perfect movie to see with the whole family and takes audiences on a magical big screen adventure filled with heart and hilarious laughs that are meant to be shared. Best of all, If celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See If in theaters May 17th. <laughs> 